The ship moves silently and effortlessly through the streamlike plain. It weaves in and out of the clouds as soft puffs of pink pass past the bow. Gentle light floats everywhere around the ship, and Idru takes in a deep breath and says, I got the munchies. Uh, I'm gonna go grab a snack and crack open this uh, book and give it a good read. Um, I'll be in my quarters. If you need me, talk to Jim, not me. And she just kind of like salutes and like uh, goes on out of there. You guys are at like the helm of the ship. Um, there's a couple of like seats for people to see like the front bow ahead of you. Like, there's, like, just, like, this big, uh, clear screen. Neat. And, um, I drew took that weird, mysterious book from you, and that's what she was referring to, is she's gonna look it over. Okay, um, so we're just kind of adrift in pink space, then? Yeah, you're adrift in this pink space thing. Cool, uh, I guess I'll watch it. it yeah, it's just the same it's actually rather hypnotic it's very uh it's like watching like the waves crash onto a beach very gently but it's like um a peachish pink with some very soft yellows to it and it's just that and clouds as far as you you can see that's some cool vape do you think it's vape? Because I say so. Sure. I wonder how long this goes on. Is this just like space? It's forever and ever? Is it one of those kinds of places? Uh, Jim kind of turns over to you like, what? Oh, you say something? I don't know. Um, just kind of talking to myself. I was wondering how long this plane goes on. Is it just kind of go on forever and ever? Pinkish clouds and stuff like this? Yeah. Uh as far as I could be able to tell, it's just this. I haven't seen anything else other than this in this place. It's a, it's a big mystery to everyone here, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's I think it's pretty neat. I mean, it is neat. I just... We're new to all this space stuff, so... Yeah, same. Uh, gosh, I think everyone here is kind of new to all this space junk, too. Then who came up with this? Came up with what? Like the the whole uh, the whole thing with the, the the ship. How how do you come up with a way to make make a ship and go through space if you don't know anything about space? Huh. I don't know. I'd imagine it's sort of like building a wooden boat, but f for a place that's got no water. So like an airship but it's also in space so we like, can't do we know who made the ship uh huh you know i never really thought about that i don't know where the ship came from it, it was just sort of here that's huh okay i mean it didn't appear out of nowhere i i'm assuming i know but like who found it then it's idru's ship but Idru never really talks about the origins of the ship. She just sort of does her own thing. She, um, she doesn't like to talk about her past, really, at all. <laughs> I'm not one to talk there. <laughs> but no one else really talks about their past either. But, um, 
Hydra in particular, if you ever bring it up, it's like she just ignores the question and moves on. Hmm, okay. Secretive type. I get it. Well, maybe we'll figure out someday, but hell if I know. So, uh, what else is there to do on the ship? Well, I don't know. I kind of just like staring out of the clouds. Seems to pass by the time real fast. Everyone else uh, typically takes naps during this time. Yeah, well, I'm not tired, so may as well join you. My uh, order was always pretty preachy about the practice of meditation. Oh, you got a order? Like a like a pizza order? No, like a monastery. Is that but where like... they? Is that where they hold animals? No, it's where they hold monks. Oh, you hear a little tiny voice um, uh, below you say, he's thinking of a menagerie. And down below you, Radiculio's kind of tapping you on the leg. Oh, hey, sup? Hey, um, so you guys from the, uh, from the plant we just picked up, uh, we just found a thing from there and we were hoping that you guys would identify it. Uh, can you, can you come with me real fast? Yeah, sure, why not? You wanna come with me, you guys? Yes. Sounds good. Alright, and Rad brings you on down to, um, a lower part of the place where there's a lot of storage. It doesn't look very organized at all. Things are just thrown about wherever they can be fit. And he brings you into this big chamber. He says, okay, uh, we couldn't really get it out of the airlock, so it's kind of just stuck in the airlock. So um, he uh, punches a button, and the doors kind of hiss open, and and before you is this giant reptilian hand thing. And roll me some nature to see if you can identify it. Ooh, I rolled a three. <laughs> I rolled eight. I have a seven. <laughs> oh my god! Does nobody in here have proficiency in nature? That's I a, no. I have a plus three, so I got a five. Oh, so you just rolled really low. Wow. I, I, I'm a dumbass, and I also rolled low. Alright, well, they'll just flat out describe it, and they'll see if you guys can actually piece it together on your own. It is a very, very large um, claw hand, like cut off at the wrist area and you can see that there's still a little bit of blood sort of pooling on the ground it's not a whole lot it's not like really gross or whatever um but it seems sort of freshly cut and it's got black scales and very long sharp claws on the end and this thing is massive like um how big in comparison to us yeah it's about the height of the hand on the ground is about three times your height. Is it, is it laying out like splayed, or is it like curled into a fist, or how how is it? It's just kind of open and palm down, but that's kind of just how they picked it up and put it in there. Oh it's, my but god! But it's not clenched. Uh, I think I it's mean... either uh from a dragon or maybe a basilisk. I think it's a little too big to be a basilisk. He's a dragon. Rad God looks at you like if that thing's still out there, it's probably pissed as hell. 
Oh shit. Well, uh, you can't really get us in this plane. Uh, let's hope not. Yeah, but uh, what's a dragon? If you don't mind me asking. Well, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think real quick. Uh, uh, you know, lizards. Y yeah. Think of a lizard, but it's a lot bigger, and it's got horns and wings and giant claws and sharp teeth, and it can talk, and uh, they're really greedy. Huh. Brad can. They can also breathe fire. Well, some of them can breathe fire. Uh, I don't think this one would. I don't know too much about dragons, you know. Brad but... scratches his chin. Yeah, want to steer clear of most of them because they're very destructive when they're angry. Eesh. I, I don't want to mess with whatever cut off its hand then. You're damn right. However, now that we have it, uh, I hear that dragon scales actually make for excellent materials when it comes to crafting and stuff like that because they're very durable. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. He walks on over to the hand and tries to peel off one of the scales and has great difficulty with it. Well, that might be a hard way to do it, but if we can get some tools or something, we might be able to use this thing for parts. And he takes off the thing on his back. It's like this giant circuit board looking just like rectangle. <laughs> I can't really describe it any other way than like a, just a giant rectangular prism thing and it's just like he wedges it under the scale and starts trying to pry it off like oh this thing's on there tight yeah yeah whatever uh whatever this dragon was i hear the bigger they get or the the older they are the bigger they get so this guy must have been really old and really powerful well maybe we can make some sweet duds out of his skin that's what i was thinking what's a gun you want a gun? What's a gun? I didn't say gun. I said duds. I heard gun. <laughs> well, I certainly didn't say gun in any of my sentences. Okay. <laughs> we can get you a gun. I'm, I'm sure we can find something for you, Foxfire. Hell yeah. But what's a gun, though? Oh, um, it shoot. What, like? A bow? Guns shoot uh, whatever you can fit into their barrel, basically, right? I mean, I, I'm not really a gun user, but like, you just kind of just aim, shoot. I, I'm not the one to ask about guns. I don't know. They're, they're like, they're like, uh, rooty tooty, aim and shooty, pew pew. I don't know. Pew pew. Yeah, they 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 make the pew pew noise. The pew pew, pew pew, pew pew. Hmm. Well, I guess we should be on the lookout for this gun thing. Getting struck by an arrow is annoying enough as is, you know. Man, you guys must have had some weird primitive tech. What do you mean weird primitive tech? What's weird about arrows and bows? Arrows. You not know what an arrow is? No, I know what an arrow is. I just. I can't believe you haven't gone gone past that. What do you mean we have? You can't believe we haven't gone past that. They're very unique and efficient weapons. Yeah, but they're like 
a rock on a stick. And you just kind of like, you use like a string to throw them really far. So weird. I mean, they're way more than just that, but go off, I guess. Anyway. Well, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm gonna continue to try to work on this thing. Uh, I don't know. Gotcha. May want to ask for some of the stronger crew members to help you, maybe. No. No? No. Okay, have fun struggling, I guess. Was there anything else you guys wanted to do? Not really. Uh, not that I can, not that I can think of. No. Yeah. You didn't want to do anything with your bag of weed. Oh, I thought oh, we had already planted the weed. 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 Nah, you haven't. I plant it. It might not work, but I'll plant it. Okay. I just wanted to establish in canon that you're trying to plant some goddamn weed. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Strawberry Sunshine's just sort of like, well, it might not work since there's really no seeds in there, but we'll do our best. I plant that shit. I jab it in the ground. <laughs> there's no dirt. You jam <laughs> your dogs in the ground. And she's like, no, 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 you're gonna crush it. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. You're gonna destroy the poor plant. I dunk it in the hydroponic water. Okay, that's, that's closer. Drink. Slurp it up, bitch. That's not how that works. No, that's actually no, no. pretty accurate. Oh. Yep. I just pull them out of the ground and make them into medicine. I don't grow them. Cool. Uh, hopefully your plant will grow soon and we can see its beautiful little flowers. Oh, we'll see. All right. All right. So you guys are done kind of like faffing about. And you're sitting inside your room, kind of just waiting for stuff to happen at this point. I thought we were gonna watch the pink. Yeah, you can see it through your little porthole, but, like, everyone else is actually taking a nap at this point. And that's when, um, that's when Foxfire notices something in his pocket. The what in my pocket? Sorry, I spaced out. It's your coin. Coin. I pulled that boy out. Yeah, you know that coin, and it had that weird, like, weird, like, space effect on it, where you could see a whole bunch of stars through it if you were looking real, uh, close at it? Yes. It's sort of lighting up now, with, um, a couple of, uh, different colored lights. And Ooh. you them up, and there's, uh, nine lights in there, and they're all a different color of a rainbow. There's only six colors in the rainbow? Well, I mean, they're all a separate color, but they all, um, like, they'd be able to be ordered into a rainbow. Pretty. What'd it do, though? Well, when you move it around, you can see that these lights stay in place. So, like, everything else moves, but they stay in, like, the same spot? Yeah. Neat. And you two are just sort of watching Foxfire roll around in bed. As he's looking through this little uh, coin, he's like, "Whoa, colors!" Hi again. No, I uh, show them the coin. Look yeah. at this. You guys see the same scene? Um, multicolored little lights just floating in this uh, space, and they're just—they're—they seem stationary as you move it around. It's sort of like. Uh, 
It's sort of like, <laughs> you guys would have no reference for it for your characters, but like an ARG sort of system for like a phone. And you're like, oh, look, there's a thing in space, but I can only see it through the phone. It's sort of like that, but it's for the coin. Neat. Huh. Maybe it's some sort of map? Maybe. That would make sense. Hmm. Hold on. Can I borrow that for a second? I hand Abby the coin. Yeah, red. Okay. I kind of, uh, um, so what colors are there? It's red, Roy, Roy G. Biv, right? It's, uh, red, orange, yellow, green, cyan, blue, purple, um, magenta, and, like, a fuchsia. Like, okay. I kind of like a mix between red and pink, like that color. Okay. Um, do, and the dots, are they all the same size or some bigger than the others? They're all the same size. Okay. Um, hmm. I want to try, like, maybe walking toward one of the colored dots. Okay. Like when I got it in my view, I'll pick, I don't know, the red one, I guess. Okay. You start walking on towards the red one, and it, you kind of, like, run into a wall every now and then, and you kind of have to move around the wall, but it seems like you are getting closer and closer to it. These All these lights seem very um, close by. Like, they seem to, like, grow just a little bit in size as you get closer, just as a sort of um, a relative sense of 3D, as you're seeing. And you keep following it until you see the little slug thing. The, the slug with the bunny ears tied up in a bow. They're kind of napping in the corner. They hmm. seem to have, like, a lot of, like, green stuff, and they're eating it. Hmm. That's interesting. What was the slug creature's name? I seem I seem to kind of remember it, but uh, the slug creature actually never gave a name. Oh, seems like the slug creature hmm. hasn't talked since it got on the ship, or at least not talked to us in any case. Yeah. Um. So you said that the slug person was napping, right? Yes. Okay. Um. I'll just kind of gently prod them to wake them up. See if anything happens. Uh, you gently prod them, your your hand kind of gets a little slimy, but it's, it's not like a gross slime. It actually kind of like falls off you pretty easily, and it smells nice. And oh. Oh. you see the slug thing kind of uh, turn its head and look at you with really tired eyes. Hey, I know this is kind of a weird question, but does the color red mean anything to you? She kind of turns her head back and forth, and she hmm. shakes. She shakes her head back and forth. Okay, just uh, just curious. You can go back to sleep now. And she nods and curls back up. I go back to the cabin because okay. I'm assuming you guys didn't follow me. I no, followed. I'm in my hammock. Hey guys, I followed this coin. I followed the light, and it led me to one of the people. Cool. I'm not sure what the colors mean, but I guess it can find life nearby? I don't really know. Then are there colors leading to us? Nope. Let's see, there are nine. Nine colors, right? Mm-hmm. So there are nine people on the ship besides us? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder why 
it doesn't count us or our dragon. The dragon is just like sitting in the cage, very impatient. Yeah, I'll have to, to train the dragon sometime soon, maybe. Yeah, it'd be neat. Uh, once you have him trained, and maybe we can use him to like get stuff for us. Maybe teach him to roll over. Maybe. Or maybe he already knows it. Maybe. I wonder what he'll do when I open the cage right now. You are in an enclosed space. Open it. That's true. Open it. I open the cage. Alright. And he pops out and starts flying around the room. Neat. Oh, Jesus. I have some leftover dinner. He's bouncing off the walls. I hold out the leftover dinner. He swoops in and lands on it and crashes to the ground and starts just ripping it apart. Neat. He's just like me. He kind of whips around at that common and just like stares at you like... Oh, he can understand me? He just kind of narrows his eyes like... like you can feel emotions of um, relief and... Um, just just a lot of frustration, but not at like a current moment frustration, just like an just a overwhelming feeling of general frustration coming from him. I think he has been in its cage for a little too long. Maybe I should let him roam around the room for a bit. Yeah, maybe so. He takes the little meal that you got him and flaps on up to um, one of the hammocks and just lays down inside it and just hams on that thing real good, like. I guess that hammock belongs to him now. He gives a big toothy fangy grin. Oh, this is cool. He understands me. This makes everything so much easier. But yeah, I don't know if he will act. I don't know if he will actually listen to me, but at least I know he understands me. You can see him, like, just stretching out and rolling around on the hammock. Just, just a lot of stretching. Yeah, that cage is definitely too small. Well, maybe we can just, until it's trained, keep him in it as little as possible. Yeah, he can stay in this room and roam around free, but we shouldn't let him roam around the ship. He's kind of looking at you guys and just with narrow eyes and continues to nom on his food. Hey, you can come with us and to explore the ship if you want, but you have to promise not to run off and cause any trouble. He takes off one little bite and continues to glare and goes... Looks to the side, looks to the other side, and shrugs. <laughs> I guess we'll just leave him in here for a bit so he can get used to... This new little home. And he kind of perks up his leg and just hops on over and uh, flies onto your head. <gasps> I have been blessed. He pats you on the head. Awesome. I give him a pat back. He, he kind of like avoids it at first, but like you still like pat him on the wing and stuff. Neat. And he's, uh, he's pointing with his tail at the coin thingy. Ooh, you want to see the coin? Just give it back once you're done with looking, alright? And don't swallow it. He picks it up and kind of uh, tastes it. <laughs> He's just licking it and hey? looking at it. Tries to take a bite at it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it! He's trying. He's, he's taking a bite at it. 
No, bad Don't roll the coin. I'm going to rip the coin out of its hands. Oh, you're going to have to oppose some dexterity because he's oh. definitely trying to get away from you. That's okay, I'm fine with that. Okay, do an opposed grapple. Oh, I thought you said opposed dexterity. Yeah, 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 dexterity. Okay. Oh my god. What? I rolled a one. Excellent. So you so kind of reach out, try to grab the coin, you smack Luthmos in the face instead, and the little dragon, like, holds up the coin far away from you. Oh, you little shit. And gives you a big toothy fangy grin. Well, don't just stand there, guys. We can't have this thing eating our coin. We need that to unlock the book. Dragon, that's going is a very important map and key. I want it back right now. You have looked at it for long enough. You even got to taste it. Now give it back. He flies off with it. <laughs> Onto his Onto hammock. His Foxfire tries to grab it. Alright. Dexterity, right? Yeah. Wow, we're just rolling real low today. That's just, just my life, y'all. This is four. <laughs> God, yeah, no, you you kind of like hop a little bit and kind of swat at the air, and he uh he, <laughs> he actually like just barely makes it away from your uh fingers. He eats the coin, and we have to wait for him to poop. <laughs> it's the coin is actually too big for him to eat. Okay, good. And he's sitting on his little hammock, and he's clutched the coin and he's wrapped all around it. I guess we have a coin keeper now. Well, as long as he's not eating it. And he's still trying to eat it. You can hear the sound of metal hitting teeth. Dragon! <laughs> stop that! <laughs> it's a little grating. Dragon! Hi, welcome to my dragon ASMR. Here. I'll, I'll give you some sounds for this. There's some sounds. There's some assorted sounds for your dragon coin enjoyment. Delicious. I climb into the hammock with the dragon to try and grab the coin from him. Alright, you're cr climbing up the, the rope ladder that goes up to the hammock, and the little dragon thing scrambles to the other side of the hammock, trying to get, um trying to get away from you, but the hammock's uh, fabric doesn't really give a lot of grip, so he's slipping all along the way. I try to reach for the coin. Okay. Are I'm guessing still... I need to roll a dexterity check yeah, for it. Yeah, basically athletic. Not athletics. Acrobatics. Or sleight of hand, if you want to do that instead. Can I do the athletics? <laughs> athletics would be more like your using your strength to whack the hammock somehow. Damn. Uh, I guess I'll just go for a slay of hand. Okay. And then it would be a ten. Alright, a ten? Uh, nope. He's, uh, slipping away from you, uh, but he holds the coin away from your fingers and he's grinning, uh, <laughs> giggling a little bit. Dragon, I swear, if you don't give this coin back, you're going back into the cage. And you see his jaw drop. He kind of like clutches the coin a little closer, but kind of slowly. 
and looks at you with big eyes. Let's make a trade. I still have some gold coins. I give you five gold coins and you give me this coin in return. <laughs> He's got his two little tiny claws out and they're making little grabby hands. I want the coin first and then you get the five gold. His eyes narrow. And he holds on to the your special coin with his foot, puts it to the side, and beckons you with his other claw. I grab the coin, and as I touch it, I lay down five gold pieces, and then I uh, take the coin away. Alright, you make this hot trade, and the dragon wraps around these five gold coins and starts nibbling on them. There we go. Everyone is happy now. I go back to my own hammock and give the coin back to Foxfire. Thank you. I just go to sleep. <laughs> you just go to sleep? That's what I do. Everybody else is taking a nap. I guess he's going to take a nap too. Yes, I'm going to take a nap as well. I want to take sec. a look out the window. Do I have to roll for a nap? No. I got a seven. <laughs> you got a seven for a nap? Yeah. The nap doesn't happen. Oh, uh, let me ask. What are you guys thinking about right now? Hmm, that's um, a good question. I guess Abby would probably be, like, looking out the window and thinking about, like, how this vessel works and where it came from, considering she didn't get a straight answer on that earlier. Okay. Lufmos is just thinking about the destroyed earth and how things will go on from now uh foxfire is just like well not much else i can do so he's just like living in that moment okay all right so you three are kind of laying back down after this uh fun little dragon uh chase around about and Foxfire just sitting there kind of eh, relaxing, trying to nap, but there's still something on your mind that you just can't stop thinking about. It's that coin thing. And you take it out, and uh, you notice that one of them's actually moving around. Uh, I show Abby in the window and say, oh, we should check this out. He's moving. Cool. What color is it? Purple. Purple. Neat. Let's do it. Let's nice, follow it. A nice deep purple. Boop, 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 boo doo. Let's smoke on the water. Fuck it. <laughs> Alright, so you um you're walking through the ship and you're following the light with the three of you now. Um, kind of like how you track down the little slug thingy, you track down the purple light, whatever that purple light is, and you come up on Jim, and he's still at the front of the ship, and he's actually kind of pacing around now. You see him walking back and forth. What's up, Jim? Oh, hey guys, uh, you know, I was just kind of thinking about some stuff, and before you can even, like hear anything else um the coin starts kind of like vibrating loudly and the light on the inside starts glowing uh very bright 
and all of a sudden you are encompassed by this uh, purple light and it's white and it's black and there's like uh, it's like kind of like black streaks of lightning and it's all going all around you with this purple mist sort of going all around you and it feels like you're falling all three of you you just feel the sensation of falling and you feel like you feel like you hit something but there's no damage to it you just feel like a sudden realization that you've hit somewhere else that's not where you came from and before you just this gray mist and everything seems very monochrome um there's trees all around you but they're all dead they're all black and there's no life anywhere there's no grass all the leaves are uh black and crumbled and cracked all apart like it's like the slightest breeze will turn them into dust where and are we y y you turn around and you look at each other and you all of you look really transparent <laughs> but you're wearing like some very oddly fancy clothes but they're very old-timey they they have a lot of like frills and but like the man's suits they look like um a well-tailored suit but the bow ties are very weird um it's basically victorian era garb hmm. okay that's are, are we dead well, what just happened where are we i guess we just start walking around to find out where we are you, you yeah not really much else walk. we can do Oh, we can walk. Shit. Can we float? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's float around. You're floating I guess we're around. dead. Yeah, you're, you're floating around this strange world that just seems so dead. Um, and it, it just seems to go on forever. Like, there's just a thick mist all around. The sky is, like, overcast and gray. You can't even tell if there's a sun up there. Is this Barovia? I have no idea what that is. And I think that that answer gives you your answer. On <laughs> it's the is... region from Curse of Strahd campaign. Oh, no. 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 Is it the Shadowfell? No. 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 Okay. I, I don't know what the Shadowfell is either. It's also uh, another thing from Thing. <sighs> Look at me, Not your glorious DM, knowing so much about things in D&D. We didn't know how canon compliant you were gonna be. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I made up my own goddamn plane. <laughs> Cannon's okay. thrown out the window. <laughs> yeah, it, as you're walking um, through this strange land... You can hear something familiar in the distance. It's like someone's singing. And like there's a rhythmic tapping to it. And then you hear. Badia! Say that you remember! Badia! Dancing in September! Badia! Never was a cloudy day! Body, 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 
Is this what's going on inside Jim's head? <laughs> and you come up upon Jim, and he's got this weird aura around him. It's it's weird and like a little bit like ethereal and rainbowy. Um and he's jamming to music that he can only hear. And he's just walking and strutting, and he's got like a bag of things on his back, and it's it's very waterlogged, and like everything's dripping off of him. And um, is he still wearing like his diving suit yep. gear? Yeah, he's wearing that diving okay. suit. I attempt to talk to him. Uh, <laughs> he can't hear you. The closer you get to him, you feel like there's something repulsing you from him. Like, not like a repulsive in a gross way, but repulsive in like a man- magnetic force sort of way. Huh. So, maybe maybe we are dead, he can't hear us. And he's still humming to uh, September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and he brings his bag of stuff to this cottage in this desolate village and um he's just unloading it and you can see like through the window because you can't go inside because again that force is just strong enough to keep you away from it um he's unloading just like knickknacks and things just like random objects like wheelbarrows um like hose like like pieces of like a trough um then other things that you'd find on like a farm and also other various things it's not just things from farm like picture frames and like utensils and they're all just laid about and he's just kind of humming and kind of looking through them putting them in places he's just dancing in his this little cottage weird do you guys think this is the kind of world that Jim came from? I think this is his inner thoughts, maybe. Maybe that's why we can't, like, physically interact with him, because he doesn't know we're in here. Maybe. Say, I'm actually curious. Um, so Jim's, like, putting things around in this house, right? Yeah. Can I go over to one of them and attempt to move them a little bit? Um... I'm gonna say that it's a little bit too repulsive. The aura around him is too repulsive to, for you to mess with anything in the room. But you do notice if you try to like pick up a stick or something, you're not able to. You just kind of phase right okay. through it. So completely 100% intangible. Yeah. Well, shit. There goes my idea. So what do you guys think our purpose is with being here? Probably purpose? I just kind of think we got here on accident. The coin did it. Sometimes shit just happens. Then how do we get out of here? I mean, do we? <laughs> we could be stuck in Jim's thoughts forever and ever. Hmm. I mean, but if there were a way out, I think how would that happen? Maybe if we think about it really hard? I think it's one of those kinds of things? Maybe he has to notice us. You you notice, like, every now and then, he'll be looking right in your direction, and he will completely, like, just continue what he's doing. It looks like he's not able to see you guys at all. I mean, we can't interact with anything on this plane, it looks like, so good luck good doing luck. that. Can I do magic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. 
Let me take that back. No. Dang. Yeah, there, 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 no, there's something actually very wrong here. You feel like you'd be able to use magic. Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, your incantation or anything. But there's something, like, keeping your magic in you. It, or more like, it's just not there. I like, got my magic in me. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not coming into existence, whatever you're trying to conjure. It's like there's no... Or very thin magic in the air. F. Yeah. And as Jim, you try to do this, that, you suck. <laughs> as you try to conjure some magic, you hear a voice behind you be like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! You three, you three, hold on." What? Who? Who's there? Hello. And um, you see, swoop down a branch close to you guys is a raven. Cool, the raven. Nevermore. Nevermore Never of those Poe quotes. Look, you, you you guys are the first three to have ever, like, shown up here. Um, can you help me out here? I'm in a bit of a bind. Who are you and why should we help you? And what is here? Well, I'm the Raven Queen. The Raven Queen? The you... Raven Queen. You know when what I you said Canada's sort of thrown out the window? Except for this moment, everything else is like canon D&D just thrown off the side of the boat, just in the water, just drowning, except for the Raven Queen. How, what are you doing stuck in some dude's thoughts? Huh. Or wherever uh, this is. I don't know what you're talking about. This is not some mind realm. This reality... I rule over, um, you know, as the god of death, I had assumed that you would know this because you said the Raven Queen, and I appreciate some knowledge about my existence, but as you can see, this is not me in my full divine state, and that's what I'm trying to investigate here. You see, something happened in this world. Something sucked all the magic out of it and killed everything. And I, as a god of death who ushers others into their next phase of existence, took it upon myself to investigate, and now I am in this predicament where I am a bird, and I can't get back. You mean you don't just turn into a raven normally? I mean... I, I can do that normally, it's just... This isn't... This isn't normal. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, uh, what can we do about that? I mean, we're kind of like ghosts, basically. We can't, we've, I've tried interacting with things. It doesn't seem like, at least that dude over there doesn't, in that house, doesn't seem notice us. So would anyone else even be able to besides you? Well, I don't know what happened to this world. But that guy there, whatever his name is, I do not know what his name is. Jim. Jim. Thank you. I don't know how you guys know his name, but I'm just going to call him Jim and trust you on that. Jim is the only living thing around. I don't know why, and I'm trying to figure out what happened here, and he's my best bet on figuring out what happened and fixing this mess. But every time I get close to him, his weird magic aura seems to jumble with my head, and I become more bird-like, regrettably. So I can't communicate with him well enough but yeah i kind of like this gym guy i i don't think it, it, if 
I get to the bottom of this thing, it's probably not gonna be this gym guy's fault. He's... he seems like a good kid. Well, that's good. Um, but again, like, how how, how can we help? Because, I mean, if we, he can't see us or interact with us and he's the only living dude in the whole world, uh, uh how are we gonna help? I... This is gonna be a weird thing, but I have a plan. And you're just gonna have to trust me on this one. Our three heroes have found the key to their curious predicament. And puzzle that will put their harmony to the test. Will the Raven Queen be able to save this world with the help of our three heroes who definitely have no idea what they're doing? That sounds like a hook to the next Chronicles of Stark.